Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. Hey, Pastor Brett here, and today on our weekly interview, my good friend Armando Vivancos, who heads up our life group ministry here at Harvest Jacksonville, is going to conduct the interview as he interviews one of his life group members. So enjoy this interview of a life group leader and life group member. Today we have Chris Castillo, a member here at uh, Harvest. Uh, I met Chris and his family three years ago. His wife, Jackie, his son, um, Isaiah, and Rachel, his daughter. Um, we hit it off right away. We um, found out we had a lot in common. We had, um, we're both from South Florida, from Miami. Uh, we're both Cuban. And uh, we were also, one thing that was really rare, we were both born in the same hospital down there, Mercy Hospital. Um, so good to have you here, Chris, today. Um, go ahead. I want to go ahead and ask you, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, thanks for the introduction. I, um, you stole my Mercy Hospital. Oh, uh, sorry about that. You want to <laughs> part, start over? Portion of the story. Yeah, can we start now? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was born in Miami and uh, born and raised for the most part in Miami until about 1997 when we moved to Spain. And it, that, that was through a transition. My dad worked for UPS and, and we had an opportunity to move to Spain. I, I lived in Spain for six years. In about 2003, I moved back to the United States, and then about three years ago, I moved to Jacksonville, and you know, fell into Harvest Jacksonville. All right, cool. You want to go ahead? Just, why don't you go ahead and start giving us you know, a little bit of your faith journey up mm-hmm. until now? Well, I, I was born in in a Christian home, and so I was in a, I was in church since about I was two weeks old, and my my grandfather was a pastor, so obviously we're in his church since I was two weeks old. Um, I came to faith when I was 12 years old, um, at least my basic understanding of what coming to faith was. I understood that um, Jesus died for my sins. He was buried, and then he rose again three days later. And, and, and I understood that because I was raised in the church. Um, I'm 36 now, and as I look back in my life, I realized that I, um, I probably didn't grasp that uh, <laughs> fully as I do now. And, and I say that because uh, as my life continued. Um, I, I was baptized in that time. I don't remember being baptized, um, which later on I'll, I'll explain how I ended up getting baptized again. <laughs> I, um, I, we moved to Spain in 97. Uh, and then about the age of 17, 18 is when I was introduced to alcohol. And then it was just, I think that was the beginning of like a downward spiral. And, 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 and I, and, in my family, there's heavy influence of alcohol and, and addictive personalities, and and that didn't far that didn't fall shy from my personal life. Uh, I had addictions to various things. Um, I I struggled through um, alcoholism, all sorts of recreational things, um, anorexia, bulimia. I had issues with self conscious about my body, um, and that didn't really change when I came to the United States. I I, I moved to the United States. To, back to the United States in 2003, uh, went to university of Tampa. I was there for six months and all those addictions are the reasons why I left. Ended up in Miami in, in 2004, I met my beautiful wife, Jacqueline. And, and again, I struggled through those, through those addictions, even in this marriage. And I got married after knowing her for six months and, and I knew right away, God had put her in my life. And, and, 
boy, was it true. <laughs> and then at six months into, uh, not even six months, I'm sorry. I, we got married in March 17th, which is uh, tomorrow, 15 years. <laughs> Congrats. Thank you. And then, um, and then, yeah, married March, I'm sorry. Got married March 17th. A month later, um, she gets pregnant. And then a month later, we have the ceremony in the church. And, and, you know, we're already starting at a very immature level. We're, we're transitioning to a, an immature level with a child. And, and then on top of that, I have all these addictive issues that I have not, I still haven't overcome. And it was about three years later, March 2nd, um, 2010, um, 2010. Yeah. Um, she gets pregnant again, um, with a due date, I'm sorry, March 2nd, 2010, which is just a few days ago, uh, to my daughter, Sarah, who passed, was born and passed away March 2nd. And leading up to this point, I have gone through multiple addictive spirals out of control. Um, and at my absolute worst, she's pregnant with Sarah and my absolute lowest, I, you know, whatever you want to call it. I, I was, this time in my life i was i i i don't even recognize who that person was anymore if 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 any of that makes sense yeah. i you know pastor said it great last last service when he said alcohol alcohol has a way of of making you do things that you wouldn't normally do well that is so true in my life and i i you wouldn't recognize who I was back then. And the, the words that were coming out of my mouth are not me. Uh, I mean, this, the spirit of addiction and alcoholism really had a bad grip on me uh, to the point where me and my wife were really having conversations of whether or not we were, if, if I, I, I was doubting whether or not this relationship was correct. And it, it, and in the absolute worst time, because we had just found out that Sarah is coming with complications. Everybody's telling us abort Sarah because she's being born encephalic, which means the development of the skull is not there. And she's only surviving because she's in the womb of, of Jackie. And literally, Jackie's keeping her alive, which metaphorically, Jackie kept me alive. And I'll explain that in a minute. Um, so contrary to public... I don't even want to call opinion. it protocol, but opinion, right? Everybody's telling us to abort this baby, and we said no, we don't abort. Um, and Jackie was so strong on this point, and and while my faith was rocky at best, and this is why I tell you, when I was twelve and I accepted the Lord, I didn't really have a, a, an understanding of what sin was. Um, it hadn't really affected my life uh, to that point in a way that I understood. Um, and as my life did this humongous roller coaster, and I hit this rock bottom point. Um, Jackie's faith, I mean, I, she was my superhero. Uh, Jackie's faith during this time and her prayer for me um, is what ultimately brought me back home. Um, and that's why I say, even though this was the hardest time in our life, Sarah being born and passing away, this experience really was the turning point in our relationship. Now, it doesn't mean that the next year was 
was roses and, and Danny. There's a little. Right. There's a lot of trust that had to be built. Still, there was a lot of uh, relationship building and, and stuff. We're still working on, you know, because I think you know my relationship with my best friend, my relationship with my wife. It's is an ever growing relationship, and every day we discover more and we learn more um, about each other, and and it's it's great. It's beautiful. Um, so she she through God working through her pulls me out of this pit. And and now we're we're working on our marriage again. And a year later, two years later, God blesses us with Sarah. I mean, with Rachel. Mm-hmm. And Rachel was born January 9th. Beautiful little girl. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, and then, you know, I, I started going to Miami Lakes Baptist, which is now called Elevate Church, which just so happens to be the church that you guys were going to. Yep. A couple, parents, couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> parents, yeah. Yeah. Years ago, yeah. So, so uh, just all those coincidences. And, and I don't really believe no, no. in coincidences, but no, no. Um, that well, kind of made Harvest home. There so, you go. Yep. so those four years um, were really transitional for me because I, I probably committed my, my, my faith to, to Jesus multiple times throughout that process. And, and I could see how God had, had pulled me out of this hole and was just now con- on an almost daily basis, just working in me and working in our relationship and working on me being a better father, husband provider. Um, fast forward to three years ago. Um, I, we take this huge leap on faith to move to Jacksonville um, through a lot of prayer and consulting. We, we make this transition and, you know, I, I, I see how God's blessing and God's hand has been through this entire process. He, he got us into Harvest Jacksonville. He got me a raise in a, in a, in a cost reduction environment. Um, and, and then um, this is where these last three years um, have cultivated to where I'm at right now. Um, about a year and a half ago, my father passes away, which rocked me. Um, an emotional level, um, not necessarily a faith level. However, on a faith level, um, I, th- I think it, it has propelled me more into wanting to act on faith on every decision that I make, wanting to take bolder dis- decisions on faith. And as a result, um, I, I, we, we started to work on how can I transition my life into full-time ministry. And about a, a year ago, we started that process, and I'm, I'm happy to say that a month and a half ago, I severed my relationship <laughs> with UPS, um, or whatever you want to call that relationship, this, this my, my growing relationship, um, and and have now transitioned into full-time ministry. And, and it hasn't been easy, and I can see how the enemy is attacking our family. However, um, I... I I'm happy to say that every decision that I make um, or I try to make, I call, I, I consult with my Lord and Savior who has taken me out of so many different situations throughout our life and every time has blessed us and has provided for us and has literally taken us from living in a car so many years ago to living in a house now in Jacksonville. Um, I, you know, how God has worked in our life is only evidence of how he's going to continue to work in our lives now that I fully committed myself to him and to his mission. Awesome. And, um, and, and that's, you know, that's my prayer. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Chris. And I know, I know um, my wife, Maria and I, we've gotten to form a bond with you and Jackie and the kids. We can become really good friends. And one thing about Chris, one thing about you that we do know you're very authentic, very authentic in our group. Um, 
very transparent, and we appreciate that. So here, just to wrap this up here, do you want to go ahead and just share a little bit about our life group and how you've grown through that and how our life group here at Harvest has affected you spiritually? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, life group throughout this entire journey has been so important. And these last three years have been nothing lack, nothing less than that because the opportunity to share with brothers in Christ, the opportunity to listen to other people's stories, be able to share my story, and then to be able to say, look, this is what I'm going through in this stage of life right now. Can you pray for me? Or can we pray together? Or, you know, you're constantly following up on me, which I appreciate. <laughs> and, and, and that, that camaraderie, that, that brother and sister relationship that we create through life group, um, you don't really get that when you're sitting in service, listening to Brett preach because he's preaching and we're receiving right. in a life group session. We get that more personal, the uh, we get to build that personal relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, there's still, a, there's still a, a, a structure to the life group, but it, it's got that. We have that opportunity where one, the things we share, we know it's in confidence. And two, um, when we share, we know we have a brother and sister in Christ that has maybe has or hasn't gone through a similar situation, but definitely is there willing and able to pray for you. Yeah. Great. Appreciate that, Chris. Thanks. Thank you. Love you, bro. So If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.